What's up, people? You are tuned into the Feelings First Facts of the Podcast with Nathan Mitchell and Christina. Hey. And this is episode 45. Wow. We're back in it, back in it, back in it. And we're coming at you with kind of a... Continuation. Continuation. Uh Yeah, yeah, good word. Of the previous (laughs) episode, which was episode 44. And that one was on yellow flags. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't checked that out, stop check that podcast out because that episode will make this episode make a little bit more sense. Okay. So today's episode is going to be on red flags in a new relationship. The things that make you go or should make you go. Should. Should. (laughs) They don't always, but they should make you pump the brakes and Mm -hmm. pace. But instead of it being seven, like the last week's episode, which was on seven yellow flags, this one is going to be on eight Red flags. Okay. So just one more. And I, I'll be honest with you. One of them could go. Like it's not a red flag? Uh, I don't think it's much of a red flag. But, but, but we can talk okay, about it. Okay. And, we'll, and I'll, I'll get your opinion on it. Okay. So, yeah. But it's not going to be as much of a debate as the last one, I don't think. I think some of these are pretty Well, pretty you'd solid. be surprised. Pretty solid. But you know how I am. I, I think know. I think I can kind of, you know, see I know. the silver lining in the red flag. Maybe I'm fucked up. Maybe that's what it is. There you have it. Maybe you're there toxic. You there you have it. But before we get into that, one thing that I did see on the internet the other day, and uh, I thought it was pretty interesting. We all know that the divorce rate in the U.S. is pretty high. Mm-hmm. Overall, we're looking at 50% of marriages, all marriages, end in divorce. Okay. If we're talking about all the marriages, 50% of those, right. Okay. So- It's a coin flip. Mm -hmm. Pretty much a coin flip. Now, 41% of first marriages end in divorce. So there's a little bit of extra hope for first marriages, right? Okay. Now, this is where where I looked at this article and I was like, oh, this is interesting. I didn't think that this would be the case, right? 60% of second marriages end in divorce. Okay. I would have thought. That you'd get it right the second that time? That you would get it right the second time around. I look at it like, well, it's easier to get divorced now because you know it's an option. You already did it. It's not a big deal. Or you're both failures and now yeah. you two failures are trying to make something work, work. with your failure <laughs> mentality and then it just right. fails, which uh-huh. clearly is what ha- is happening. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess because I like to see things glass half full, mm-hmm. I'm thinking that, and, and we've said this plenty of times mm-hmm. on the podcast here, that- where the mindset that you actually become a little bit more empowered from your failures because now you've had the opportunity to learn well, and now you walk should. into it again. You should. Right. You should. And, and according Clearly. to this, this is not the case <laughs> for the majority of people. Right. right. So you would think that the divorce rate would be lower, but it's not. But I, I, I guess does it, it go sense. into third marriages? It does. It does. Does so it get worse? It, it does. <gasps> It does. Wow. You ready for it? Yes. Seventy-three wow. percent of third marriages end in divorce. Somehow, I'm not shocked. I would think it would be worse as they as the more you get to get married, I guess. And you would be right. <laughs> now, now check this out. This one I wasn't surprised about. Uh huh. And I say this because I would imagine your first time there'll be 
a good amount of wiggle room for for failure because it's your first time. You don't know what you're doing. You're 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 learning as you go, right? Uh huh. Second time around, you will learn from your mistakes, and I would imagine that the divorce rate would have been lower the second time around. Okay. But in the event that you did get a divorce twice, okay. Now going into your third round, mm-hmm. I thought that that would have been higher. Okay. If that makes sense, because now it's it's clearly not the person you're with the first time. It clearly probably isn't the person you're with the second time. Mm-hmm. It's a you thing. Mm-hmm. So now you're trying to do this a third time. It's just you. And yeah. so you and another person trying to do it. And, and I, But I don't know. Is it is it the same amount of time? Yeah. By both people each time? Yeah. So That's what I was wondering. We just thought about the okay. same thing. Right, right. right. Because I, I'm wondering if this is both people mm-hmm. are going into a second and that would be, third marriage. I would think that would be... Being? No, because it would be hard to find a person that's been married the same and divorced the same amount of times as you every time. Don't you think that would be? Given these percentages, hell no. It would be half the damn dating population or half the married population. So maybe not. Maybe not as hard as you would think. At, well, it certainly wouldn't be hard to find someone that had been divorced one time. That, but I mean like two times or even three. I would imagine that would be harder. Right. But I don't know. But the article didn't even break it down that much. It, it, it yeah. It, so it's not like this is a situation just like the last episode where I had key topics and mm-hmm. I didn't have any meat to go with the article. But this is exactly what the article was. Mm. And then the next the next the next statistic that they had in there was U.S. is ranked sixth in countries with high divorce rates. Okay, so it's not that bad. Well, yeah, there's five. Well, who's number one? I think it's like Russia. Okay. Something like that. I don't know. But do other countries matter? (laughs) Well, if we're talking about ranking. Yeah, I know. I just didn't. (laughs) So then I saw another article because the algorithm just kind of feeds me things because it it knows what I'm searching for now. Right. Another article popped up about a Virginia couple Mm -hmm. that has been married for 30 years and they have seven kids together and they haven't had one single argument. What? I know. Sounds ridiculous, right? How I did, do you prove that? I did not click into the article because I immediately said, this is bullshit. Yeah, there's no way. This is bullshit. What? Either A, you all haven't argued because you don't give a shit about one another, so it just doesn't matter. Or you're just both somehow both betas and you just kind of giving to That's one another. That's so weird. That doesn't make any sense. Sounds so boring. Or maybe the article pointed out, maybe there was a, a difference between what an argument it is versus a disagreement. Okay, yeah. I don't know. But I didn't, it just seemed too clickbaity. I didn't believe in it. And I just kind of left it at that. Cause and to who's me, to that, say? You can say that. So how would you ever even know? Exactly. Yeah. How, how does something like that get in? How, how do you believe that? How would you know? You walk into a journalist you and want. say, oh yeah, yeah we've, we've, we've never, never had an argument. Right, babe? Oh no. What? You see? We can agree on that. Keep it moving. Sounds dumb. Well, I will say this. As I was reading this divorce percentage thing, mm-hmm. I started thinking, people just need to save their money. On marriages and all that shit. Just save your well, money. Okay. There's clearly people are hopeless romantics. <sighs> Aren't you? I I, I guess, but at some point, I'm a bit of a realist. Because even now, here we are. We're in a position where, where we haven't talked about 
<laughs> the marriage. I mean, there's obviously been a, been a proposal, but we haven't had any real discussion other than we're both looking for something small, intimate. Yeah. Probably no one's going to be there, and then we're just going to put all the money into it. We're not inviting anybody, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably no So one. everybody asking? Yeah, just stop just asking. Just stop asking. Right, right. We could be married today. No just, one would know. It wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Anyway. <laughs> but we've both agreed that we, instead of spending a shit ton of money on a wedding. Right. And it's not because we're anticipating a failure. But no. instead, of, instead of spending a shit ton of money on a wedding, we're just, we just plan on taking that money and investing it into a honeymoon. Yeah. And an experience for out, us, right. not an experience for other people. Or, or. Which is what a wedding is. Or an experience for you. What do you mean for me? Just for you. The wedding is about the bride. I guess. It's more about the bride and less about the groom. I guess, yeah. Well, it is. It is, yeah. Yeah. So it's forty, fifty thousand dollars, whatever these weddings cost nowadays. Yeah. Probably more. Yeah. For you to have a day, right? So, and uh, now my hot take was: is people more people just need to save their money because clearly, clearly, the the money's going to waste. I wonder if people are really, really throwing weddings after the first one. Or second, holy shit! I would like to see that percentage. Yeah, I don't know. I'm shocked that even first weddings, people are still, you know. I think it's the fantasy, the expectation. You think like, oh, you're supposed to have a wedding, and especially you ingrain it in girls' minds, and then women, these girls become women and feel like, oh, I have to have this magical day. Yeah, you know. I don't know. It's just, it's just so weird that certain things we've kind of grown out of because we're modern and we do things differently, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. But when it comes to this particular thing, it's, it's, it, it's still this traditional thing. Now, the wild part is, is that as traditional as it is to have a wedding, mm-hmm. it's not done in a traditional manner. Right? For Compared instance. Compared to what? For instance. Weddings are supposed to be paid by who? The bride's parents. Right. Yeah. That shit ain't happening. No. No. It's the groom is paying for this now. Or together. Or together, you know, with, you know, GoFundMes and da-da-da-da, you know, whatever it may be. Or credit card debt that you're paying off for God knows how long after. Right. (laughs) That, ironically, could cause issues. exactly. Right? Right. But, But that's nor here nor there, right? Yeah. So we've stripped that we stripped that away where the father of the bride pays for it. We've also, or a lot of marriages has have also taken away the the backing of the church, mm-hmm. right? So fewer and fewer people are actually getting married in under God yeah. in the traditional way. Mm-hmm. Granted, they, there still might be a Bible there, and they still you know might have you know vows and things like that, and mm-hmm. the death of your part, boom, 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 boom. But as far as Actually being within a church and then mm-hmm. having the backing of the church and whatever right. that looks like and having the Lord's blessing the, the proper right. way, that's not there. But we keep this, the party, the retail aspect of it mm-hmm. where you still have to have you know, decked out. You still have to have a nice wedding dress. Mm-hmm. You still have to have people. The more people, the better. And then you have to have this reception and mm-hmm. it has to be in a venue and boom, boom, boom. And it's almost, yeah. it's almost like... 
it's being less controlled. And I, I'm not saying anything that no one knows, but it's being less controlled by what was carrying it on a more traditional side as yeah. far as religion and things like that. And it's just now being carried by the, what is it? Like the, the party aspect of it or the yeah, financial. Consumerism. Consumerism. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. There it is. Yeah. But we still tie in. We still buy into that. Yeah. I'm not surprised. No. Not <laughs> because again, it's, it's something to do that shows how popping you are, right? It is a little bit of a flex. It is a little bit of a flex. But it it's more be. of a, but, but real talk, it's more of a flex for the people that you're inviting. You see what I'm saying? It's almost the same concept as clothing, right? Clothing mm-hmm. is a way to express to other people your value. Okay. How much you're worth, right? So if you have $200 sneakers on or whatever it may be, then now people know you can at least afford $200 sneakers. Right. right? So you want to gather all your friends and everything like that, and you want to show them that, hey, I can seat all these people here yeah. and have $150, $160 six dollars plates mm-hmm. per person in have this venue rented out for X amount of hours. And there's a glass ceiling now, so you can see how much everything yeah. is running. Mm-hmm. So it's more of a flex for other people. And, and not to mention, I'm sure it's, a, it's dope to have a lot of people around you, right? If you're into that kind of thing, I guess. Right. But, but where I was going with this is that 50% of the people that do this end up yeah. Not getting their full money's worth because Eesh. it's only a matter of time, according to this, before half of you are going to part ways. <laughs> it's pretty sad. Yikes. It is sad. Yeah. It is sad. So I say all that to say this. <laughs> we're, we're just going to get. You're having second thoughts. What? About getting married? <laughs> is that what you're just no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. Well, it's not even second thoughts, but it's, it's our initial thought. Like, it's, we're, we're not doing this whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. We're just going to go enjoy a nice vacation, mm-hmm. spend money on that, and then whatever money would be budgeted <clears throat> that's left over, invest in that and let that be something that is going right. to be money for us as right. opposed to being in debt for what? For what? Just um And you don't off. even enjoy it the way other people enjoy it. Hell no. That's the that's the that's the wildest part of all. Right. There's so much build up and then you're worried about if this is gonna go right, how's that gonna mm-hmm. go? And it's just like everybody you're paying for other people to have a great time, which is crazy. Right. So I think in the moment, everyone else has a good time, you're stressed the hell out. Yeah. Afterwards, everyone else forgets the shit. And then now you're enjoying the memories of it. Right. Because you just got to see the final product of everything that you put in your hard work yeah. and time and energy. And money. And money. <laughs> and money for it. Right. And then you get the bill and then you go, Ugh. Fuck. Yeah. Right. Well, one way you can avoid getting into these sticky situations, you like how I segue that, mm-hmm. is to acknowledge Eight red flags. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Certain it. things that mm-hmm. you should see and acknowledge and go, uh-uh, not right. moving forward with this because the chances of this failing gonna, and yeah. ending in a train wreck are 50-50. Well, I, I, would, I would imagine <laughs> these red flags, right. I would imagine the 50-50 is when things are good. Yeah, true. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So that 50-50 is when... There aren't these red flags. Yeah. Right. And then 
as you add in a red flag, what would you think the percentage would be as you add in a red flag? Just hundred percent. Yeah. Just at some point. It's just, it's just a matter of when. And you know what? This is almost not fair too, because let's let's put up a time frame. Uh-huh. I, I would like to do more research on the divorce rate. Okay. I would like to see a time frame. Because if we're talking about 10, 15, 20 years, or at least the time the, the time it takes to have children out of the house, I think that's a successful marriage. It's, Somehow I'm thinking it's pretty early on. It's pretty early on. Yeah. Probably within what the first four or because five years. Because you you figure the longer people people are together, mm-hmm. the more likely they are to be like, I'm just riding this shit out. We're already in it. Yeah. You have so much invested. Mm-hmm. It's harder to get divorced the longer you're with someone. And then even when you're in a position to, like now the kids are out of the house, you can each just do your own thing. At that point, you're so used to that person. The idea of finding a new person, even if it's going to happen, people are just not wanting to do all of that, understandably. Yeah. I, I, I would get, assume this is like pretty early on. I guess the the point that I was trying to make was if someone told me, hey, you're going to make it. There's a good possibility you're going to make it to 10 years after the 10 year mark. You're you're rolling the dice there or you're, you're flipping a coin. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not upset. Like 10 years. That's a good amount of dedication. To, to another human being. I think. Because personally, I think the idea to look at someone and make a promise till death do us part, that's a pretty serious promise. Right. And that's a promise that I would imagine is pretty unrealistic. Well, clearly. Well, well, right, clearly. (laughs) But more so because I don't know what I'm going to be in 10 years from now. Yeah. I might not be the same human being. You might not be the same human being. Well, chances are you you shouldn't be, really. Right, right, right. And there's a good possibility, not that either one of us is going to turn into a a bad human being, but we just might turn into a human being that this other person just isn't rocking with anymore. Right. And it doesn't mean that you're doing something that is morally against me, is that we're just on two different roads now. Could be good paths, but just paths that just don't work with one another. Yeah. And I I think that that's, realistically thinking, I think that that's okay. Now I know that that now I know that that's kind of a scary concept because then people will go, oh well, you what, I'm only going to get a decade with, but a decade with another human being and and of quality, right? That's not it's not a bad deal. Yeah, but I guess most people don't think like that, obviously. Right, because most people think of something unrealistic, this fairy tale. Yeah. Until death and chances part, are, yada, yada, yada. I would assume your one person is deciding to end the relationship. I think it would be more rare where people decide together to Mutually. end the relationship. Right. So. Yeah. So the person on the, <laughs> the other end who's getting left might feel differently. Yeah. I don't know. Not that I would want a relationship to end after a decade, but what I'm saying is, is that if, if, if these statistics look the way they do, mm-hmm. but it's, Factoring in people that have lasted 10, 15, 20 years, mm-hmm. and then now they're deciding to get a divorce. I, I don't hold that to the fire as much as I would someone that is now getting a divorce three or four years in. Yeah. Because getting, and again, I know I'm repeating myself, but getting that amount of, that healthy amount of time in with someone, I think that that's a good, I don't know. To me, I, I think that that's kind of a success. Okay. Especially, especially if it's ending not in a bad way. It's just ending because, hey, we're just on two separate roads now. Yeah. And I can see that even more nowadays because it's not like it used to be where 
one person was at home all day and the other person was mm-hmm. working. Both people are in careers and we live in this world where people aren't just writing out one career, one way of thinking mm-hmm. in perpetuity, right? Yeah. It's, you know, I'm, I've been doing what I've been doing for nine years now mm-hmm. and I'm ready to try something else. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't, it's not because I don't like what I do. I love what I do, but I just feel like life should be more than just me doing one thing forever. So <laughs> once I figure out what that next thing is mm-hmm. and then I go into that full force there's a good chance that the way I view the world is different. True. And then the way I view the world, it could be different in the, or the, the time that I need to spend doing that thing. Yeah. Just, I could just change as an individual mm-hmm. completely, right. which would then put me in a different position or I might become a different lover or partner for you because right. now I don't have, you're not the same person anymore. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or same thing with you. Right. So, I don't know. Yeah. But who knows? Well, who knows? <laughs> but, the, but red flags. Red flags. flags. We do know this, that red flags should be taken serious. Mm-hmm. And if you see any of these eight things that we are about to discuss today, maybe you should save yourself the money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of a ring and a wedding. Mm-hmm. And keep it moving. Right. Especially if it's your second or third time. Yikes. They're just trying to get it right. Shit. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. <laughs> That's the hopeless romantic in me. The hopeless and romantic in me was disappointed because I thought that the second time around, the divorce rate would be lower. I know. I know you did. And but, I thought the opposite. But only because, <laughs> only because for whatever reason, as much as people prove me wrong, <laughs> I hold people to a higher standard than they hold themselves. Yeah, you do. So because I live by you live and you learn, mm-hmm. I'm thinking everybody else. So does else everybody else. By. Yeah. You live and you learn. You projector. And it doesn't work that way. Yeah. I'm an asshole. <laughs> All right, you ready for this? <laughs> yes. First red flag. Mm-hmm. Making sure we're good. They don't want to label the relationship after a few months of dating. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. How many months do you think is appropriate before you all start having a conversation about where this is? I are we think, putting a title on it? I think a couple months in. So what are you talking about? Like three or four? Anything after two is good to be like, hey, are we exclusive now? Okay. Because I think the first month, if you're still dating other people, that's okay, right? You're just getting to know this person. Yeah. I'd say going into month two at that point, if you should have an idea of, okay, I like this person enough that maybe I just want to devote all of my time and attention to them. Mm-hmm. So then I would say anything after that time frame, anything after two months, you have an idea of whether or not you want to be with this person and call them, you know, boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever. Right. I agree. I agree. I th- especially with the way dating works now, where you're mm-hmm. on dating websites and da 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 da, da and then yeah. time being a very limited resource, right? More and more of a limited resource nowadays. Yeah. Yes, I think two months would be a good idea for you to know if you're willing to cut ties with everyone else, right? Focus more time on this person because or if, not, if you yeah. ask me, I think that when you do make the decision to date someone exclusively. 
you're pretty much saying that that's your girlfriend or that's your right. Girlfriend. Like that's that's what that is. Yeah, I would think so, right? Now, now it doesn't have the heavy title for you know. I guess like you could just, you could just say exclusive, yeah. but but exclusive. That's to me. That's yeah. we're we're there, mm-hmm. especially. And again, I'm I'm not sure what age group they're talking about, but we're going to talk about people that are in their 30s. Mm-hmm. But I imagine if you're in your 30s, then you probably think a lot like me, where if I'm already in that mindset where I'm exclusively dating mm-hmm. you because I'm taking this thing serious, okay, I'm already looking at okay, this person is going to be my wife. This person is going to be the person I'm going to you know, share a future with and da 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 da. Okay. Not to say that I'm making that decision after two months, but I'm going down that road. Okay. It's not going to be a, oh, well, let's just see how this thing goes. Okay. You see what I'm saying? I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you're going to date and you're of a certain age, mm-hmm. it should be with the mindset of being serious. Yeah. With that person. Right. Not still playing games and all oh, yeah, we're exclusive but you know yeah, we're, we're not gonna on. how old like, are like, you like what are we doing yeah what are we doing if you're in your your 20s fuck it have fun you know yeah whatever i get it but after a certain age and you're dealing with adults with you should have already shit, have done all that other stuff right 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 don't play with feelings yeah Keep that's crazy and if someone isn't willing to add a label to a relationship after i would say i would say Anything after month three, you you should sit down and have a conversation with that person. I agree. And if that person can't handle that conversation, yeah, keep it moving. That's a major red flag. Keep it moving. Right. And it sucks. but Yeah, but um, you're saving yourself. Okay, yeah, you lost, quote unquote, lost three months, but what did you really gain potentially? Three months, they should. Save all the headaches. Especially nowadays. Three months is a right. big high. Yeah, but I think three months is a good amount of time for you to catch feelings. So I could mm-hmm. see how someone would be like potentially heartbroken. No, 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 no. Right? I'm not. I'm not saying you should just walk away and not feel anything. Well, yes, right. you should feel heartbroken. You should feel robbed. Yada yada yada. But in the <laughs> right, you saved yourself a lot. But but even though it hurts in that moment, three months There's you're going to get past that yeah. person pretty fucking quick. True. As long as you don't play into the games and oh da, 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 come back the and back later. and forth. Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's time to set those uh mm-hmm. set those boundaries real yeah. quick. Next one. You don't feature on the social media pages after a few months. Mm-hmm. What say you? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you tell me about this one. All right. <laughs> now now this one did shoot some people some bail because and I'm glad they did because when I first read this, I'm like, what the f-? I like this is so dumb. But, but this was specifically talking about an individual uh-huh. that posts often on social media. Okay, fair not, enough. Not someone that's important to separate. Not someone that does not post often on social media, or and or and they, they use an example: someone that has like a business page, whatever. But someone that's always posting selfies, always giving updates, showing their vacation, yeah. basically showing their life. And you're not on their social media pages after a few months, mm-hmm. then that red would flag. be a red flag because mm-hmm. then it would look like that that person is hiding you. Right. Now, where I originally saw this and before I read the details of the red flag, I was looking at this like, is that really, could that really be an issue? And I say that because I'm coming from the mindset of someone that 
up until us doing this thing for the podcast and getting serious with social media, which is very, very recent. Yeah. I really didn't take social media too serious. Okay. And before, right before I linked up with you for the very first time, Mm -hmm. I didn't have any social media presence. Right. So I had, well, I guess from what you found out or what my father found out that rat, (laughs) I have a Facebook page that's active, but I didn't know it was active because I haven't been on it in in years and years. (laughs) Jesus Christ. We're we're, we're gonna tell this. We're gonna tell that story, but we're not, we're gonna come back to it. Okay. I just want wow. you people. I just want you all to know, your parents can can rat you out. Oh my god. Um, especially if, especially if your parent is emotional. Anyway, <laughs> I, lost, I lost it. Anyway. <laughs> But even even with Instagram, I, I don't know if I if the account was open or wasn't open. Either way it goes, I went years without even touching anything social media. Okay. Anything social media. And a part of the reason why I got off of social media was because of the previous relationship that I was in. Social media was an issue. Okay. Because that individual felt that I wasn't posting them, but mm. I, in all actuality, I wasn't posting anything. anything. Yeah. So I just said, you know what? It's just easier for me everything. to just delete the shit. That way I'm not having to worry about we took pictures, but you didn't post it. I, right. I just didn't want that responsibility. It was just one less thing to argue about. So I just got rid of social media, period. Right. But I ended up getting back on it to date because even though I didn't really care about getting back on social media to mm-hmm. date, I looked suspicious because... I did not have a social it media is a presence. Little suspect. Right. So then when I was trying to meet women, of course, one of the first things they would ask is, what is your Instagram or your Facebook? Mm-hmm. Because they want to see more pictures of you and make sure that you know you're not some scumbag that's hiding a family. <laughs> by me right. saying I didn't have it, it kinda it was it was a red flag for them initially. Understand. And so I understood it. So then I acquiesced and started my Instagram page back up. <laughs> and yeah. So I say all that to say this. Initially, when I read it, I thought that this was dumb. And this isn't one of the ones that I thought wasn't a red flag. But I thought it was dumb because if that person didn't take it serious, then why would that even matter? But it was targeting someone that did take social media. That makes sense. And I can see where that could be an issue. But even then, I, th- I think that before that should be a red flag, I think, it sh- I think that, that, can, that could be talked about. Yeah. That could be And it would just depend about. on the people, like you're saying. Like we didn't post each other, mm-hmm. but it didn't bother me. It didn't bother you. Like, well, because we both didn't take social media serious, right? So it was like, okay, it didn't even need to be a conversation because neither one of us were worried about it, right? So I guess it would just depend on the couple, right? I could see if you are both active, how that could be like, okay, what are we doing, right? I get that, right, 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 right. Well, yeah. All right, so you ready to go to the next one? Yes. All right, the next one is you. Never mind. I just I was about to read the same one I just read. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. All right, next one. They never initiate dates. They never initiate dates. So just they're not trying to make plans with you. Right. So it looks like. So it'd be like this. Sounds like the man. 
the man's not initiating any dates. Right. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. Okay. True. Right. Right. Because it, traditionally, the men are the ones that are initiating I think dates. so. Uh, at first. We're, we're setting right. things up. We're getting things yeah, going. Yeah, because you should show the interest. Right. You're pursuing. Right. So you should be making the plans and... Right. I think. But I think there should be a fair amount of cat and mouse early on. Maybe maybe not even. Not 50-50. Okay. Not 50-50. But if I plan the first three dates, okay. maybe you could pick up the fourth. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to think how we were. I don't remember. I don't remember either. Uh... Okay. No, I do remember. Okay. Check this out. So we had our our first first date, and then we had our second first date. Uh huh. Right. Uh huh. And then shortly after, I, I was invited to meet your friends. That was probably like date four. Okay. Yeah. Cause didn't we we yeah we I think after our second first date we might have gone out again, one other time before then I made the plans. Right. Possibly. Yeah. Maybe. Can't remember. <laughs> but it sounds about right. But I, yeah. I do remember it, it wasn't too long before yeah, 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 I was invited yeah, yeah. to a restaurant we, yes, to meet. It was. Because then you met up with me after work one day. Yeah. We were just on Park Ave for a little bit. Then we ended up going on, what was that bar? On, in Dr. Phillips. We had like lunch there one, one Saturday at the whiskey bar. Okay. And then I want to say I invited you to meet some friends like okay. after that. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. Right. So, yes, I think there should be a fair amount of exchange. So, yes, to your point, I would imagine that this right here, they never initiate dates. Could be, could be a woman. Okay. If, if the man is initiating all of the dates, boom, 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 and you're not getting any return from her. But more than likely, more than likely, it would be the no, I, I was no. I'm I'm sticking with this. Really, I would think that this is probably talking about the woman, especially if we're talking about a traditional situation where the guy initiated the first date. I feel like it would end up being a situation like we just explained that happened for us, where the woman would start initiating things for you to meet people she knows, because I think that's how you know a woman's feeling you if she wants you to meet her friends. Mm -hmm. So maybe not even so much like solo dates, the way a man would initiate it. Mm -hmm. But I think after a few dates, a woman's going to be like, hey, do you want a double date? I'd like for you to meet my friend and her man. I think that's more what I think Yeah. about okay. that. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Anything else you want to add to this one? Mm, no. We go, go forward, move yeah. forward. All right. So the next one is there is a power imbalance. Now, this one, I did read the article. Okay. I, I didn't write down the entire article, but basically what this was talking about mm -hmm. was jealousy slash controlling behaviors that then put one person in a position of power that was taking over the other person. Jesus. I know. Right? <laughs> this is because happening we, early on. Because when I looked at this, I was like, the, the, there's a power imbalance. Like, what, what do they mean? Yeah. Yeah. So one person is very, very passive. The other person is aggressive. And then they use their shit to gaslight. Okay. Keep this person down. Or like maybe jealous really early on. Right. And, I, and that's Psycho. what this is speaking about. And, yeah. and I guess that power would be, hey, I'm jealous. Why are you hanging out with your friends? What are you yeah, doing? And then yeah. now you're stuck 
hanging out with that one All person the red flags. because yeah. they can't tolerate you having a good time or without them. You know. Ew. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. So that would one hundred percent be a red flag. I really don't think there's any room mm-hmm. for discussion on this one. Yeah. That's yeah. Pretty pretty clear. It should be. It should be. But the problem is the problem is with this one is that even though this should be a guaranteed red flag mm-hmm. that is a relationship, if you're someone that is passive and you're in that relationship, you wouldn't see this coming. Right. You'd already be really deep into it. Right. Probably. And there's something about you that, yeah. that yearns for that control. Right. Because it brings you somehow safety or what what, knows and not safety in a way where it's real safety but you have some things that you need to work out yeah there's some unresolved traumas right so so i would imagine in this situation for probably not a lot of people but for a good amount of people that if they are in this situation unfortunately they probably wouldn't see the red flag they will probably continue forward in the relationship or it's not or like I guess that's what you're saying. They wouldn't see it. Like to them, it's not a red flag. That's just how they operate, or that's what their relationships always look like, because it's a, a, a their problem. Right. Something that probably happened way before they even started getting mm-hmm. into relationships. Yeah. You know, they're just programmed. But that. that's what they all look like. Right. Mm-hmm. Everyone is going to notice before that person is going to notice. Right. Unfortunately. Yeah. Right. Because there is a way to be controlling and jealous and all these other things, but you do it in a way where it doesn't appear that way to that person, if that makes sense. For instance, let's say, let's say I didn't like you going out. Mm -hmm. Now I could just take over all your plans and try to keep on reeling you in and having you be with me because Mm -hmm. I don't like it, but I'm not telling you that I don't like it. Right. See what I'm saying? So I'm getting what I want with honey as opposed to throwing shit at you. And then now that would then be the red flag. And before you know it, you don't have a relationship with your friends. Right. And it's not by your choice. It's not because you're choosing to spend the time with me. It's because I'm, mm-hmm. oh, babe, you know, it's, instead of going out, let's just, let, you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I really want, I was really hoping kind of thing. True. And then now it's too late. Yeah. I mean, that's just looking too deep into it. No, I think that's possible. But, yeah. Mm. All right. Ready for the next one? Yeah. You express your feelings to one another differently. Now, I I did do a little bit more digging with this one. Yeah, you're going to have to explain that. Because this one, to me, when I when I looked, I was like, mm-hmm. what? Like, so, so this is actually the one that I really don't think is a red flag. I think that this is a yellow flag okay. that could lead into a red flag if unresolved. But I think initially... If people see this as a red flag, then there's a good possibility that every relationship that they go in moving forward could fail. Okay. So as I read deeper into this, the article stated one person, and they use this as an example, one person is good with expressing love through actions while the other person is better expressing with words. So basically what they were saying is, is not understanding how to speak different love languages is kind of what this article was saying, which could be a red flag. Now, where I gave a little pushback and I thought about this was, what are the chances that 
you run into someone that you both speak the same love language. And you shouldn't though. I don't I don't think that that I think if you recognize and then you move accordingly is what that's about. Exactly. Love languages is like understanding your partner's love language and then speaking their love language, but right. typically it's not the same as yours. Exactly. But without having that discussion, yeah. which I'm sure is not a discussion that's had by a lot of couples early on, no. especially early on in a relationship, your number one goal is to be liked and, liked and accepted by that person. Yeah. The last thing you want to do is have a serious conversation or typically the last thing you want to do is have a serious conversation with that person where you open yourself up to possibly them not accepting or rejecting <laughs> you because of how you prefer things <laughs> like this, right? Yeah. So for instance, what this was saying is, is if I don't speak your love language, mm-hmm. or no, 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 no. Not if I don't speak your love language. But if I don't express love the way the way you need me. to receive uh-huh. love, uh-huh. right? I'm not going to know that until we talk, right? So if you like to receive gifts, right? And I like to receive time, mm-hmm. right? And I give you my time mm-hmm. because I'm showing you that I love you and I want to give you or not even love but I just right. want to give you time because I appreciate time right but you're not getting any gifts from me mm-hmm. that that shouldn't instantly be a red flag no 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 that should I be agree. a discussion so this should I be agree. more of a yellow flag because that should be a discussion yeah because then at some point you should be like hey you know yada 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 this is how I how I like and it doesn't have to be and extravagant gift it could be just getting something to know bit. somebody right stuff like that will come up Right? Yes and no. Okay. So I think, yes, if you're someone that's paying attention and getting to know that person, then you might be able to figure it out. Okay. But having a discussion, I think, would be the most effective way to go about it. Yeah. And I say that because let's say say your your love language wasn't uh, gifts. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's say it was physical touch. Okay. And I was assuming that it was gifts. So I start giving you gifts. Right. And you pretended to be really receptive to the gift. Oh my God, it's so nice. Da 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 da. And I'm thinking because you're rewarding me by giving me positive expression from me giving you a gift. Okay. Then I'm thinking that I'm doing the right thing. But ultimately, you will want a massage or you will want, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I don't know because I'm thinking I'm hitting it on the head every single time. True. Yeah. But I'm not giving you that true. massage you need or I'm not, you know, doing whatever, you know, whatever else yeah. you, you might need. So I really think that, that this shouldn't be a red flag. I think this should just be a little bit, I agree. a little bit more discussion. And then if that person has an understanding of what love looks like to you or the love language that you speak mm-hmm. right? is love looks like to you. That's kind, of, that's kind of too broad. But if you do express to them what your love language is and then they don't express it to you, maybe you could see it as a red flag, but then I, I don't know. I, I, th- I think it's just, it's, it's to me, it's not that kind of dry, you know, that, that if it's a problem, then I, yeah, it would be a red flag. Don't you think? Cause that person is just not getting you. If you need that and you express that and they're still not giving it to you, that's that's a red flag. Fair enough. Fair enough. 
Okay. Yeah. 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 If we talk about it and you still don't do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Well then what the fuck? Yeah. Okay. All right. So when did we talk about love languages? Early on. We did, right? I think it was like even before our yeah, even first Even before date. we met. Yeah. We, <laughs> we, I remember us giving like a list of pet peeves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like before we even met. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> we weren't fucking around. No. We, we made it very clear. Hey, look. <laughs> yeah. This is what this I like. This is what I don't this like. This is what I don't like. This is what I need. This is what I can't live with. This is boom, boom, boom. Right. Right. Do you want to go out on a date? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because we weren't bullshitting. I know. It's like, whatever. It, it, whatever. We both have limited time. Are we wasting? Why are we wasting? Like, yeah, potentially wasting time. Because you were just, you just weren't having it, period. And I was True. just jaded because of all the other dates that I had been on. It was just, <laughs> whatever. So it was like, all right. <laughs> been there done that all right let's let's just get straight to the point get straight to the point let's yeah. keep it moving are right, you ready for the next one yes one of you is keeping secrets what number is this this is six why do you have to pee no i was wondering yeah one of them is keeping secrets one of them one of you is keeping secrets <laughs> Either you or that other person. Yeah, I mean. Obviously, if you're the one keeping the secrets, then <laughs> you're not going to red flag yourself. <laughs> loser. But chances are, if you're keeping secrets, you might be projecting that onto the other person, too. So there's that. Okay. That happens. Okay. Now, the article didn't say anything about that. Okay. It, this article was very, very basic. They, they didn't really... Okay. Uh, they didn't do all that deep. It's just like, you know, the person that's a cheater is always mm. the most insecure. Right, right. So it's right. kind of the same thing. But again, with this one, and I, I'm going to say, yes, this is a red flag. But more than likely, if they keep it a secret, you're not going to know that they're keeping a secret from you. Right. It's only when that secret gets exposed and then you're like, And I guess oh, it depends. Shit. Yeah, what, what, could, what could the secret be? Mm-hmm. Well, you I have a I whole family. What? What? That's a <laughs> you have baby mamas and kids. I mean, I'm sure people do that shit. I'm sure that happens a lot. I bet you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was on a date with this one woman. We went on two dates, and the first date, before the first date, she asked me, "Did I have any children?" Okay. And I told her I had three. Uh huh. And she thought I was playing. And so she, but she didn't express to me that she was like, oh, okay, that's nice. But it was, it was through text messaging or, you know, it was, it was on the app. So it was immediately, right? But I didn't know. She didn't think you were serious? No, 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 no. She thought I was being, you know, tongue in cheek about it. (laughs) So, so we, we had a good, a good first date. And the second date, she was like, so do you want children? If so, how many? And I go, well, I mean, are you asking me, do I want more children? And she goes, okay, yeah, you have three children. And I go, no, I, no, I, I really do. <laughs> oh, my God. And the look on her face Whoa. in person was- Was legit. she horrified? Oh, fuck, yeah, she was horrified. <gasps> was she, she didn't feel played because- no, you told I her. told her. Yeah, well, she played herself. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> 
but but the, but she just had this look of disappointment on her face because I could tell that she really liked me. Yeah, but she knew it was over for but her. But she knew it was over for her uh-huh. because she didn't have any children. Yeah. And she didn't want to deal with it. I, I, fuck it, I don't blame her. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But just, but just like seeing that look of disappointment on oh, someone's face I... live <laughs> is rough. And then having to get through... Because it it wasn't like she didn't like me as right, a person. Right, right, right. It was just that was a deal breaker for her. Right, right. So we still went through the, the rest of the yeah. evening. Yeah. And that was that. Yikes. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so no, That's I've never withheld information about what I have or what I don't have as far as children goes. But in this particular situation, <laughs> it might as well have been that because she didn't yeah. believe me when, when I said when I said. Oh my! Yeah, that sucks. Good times. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> but um, yeah. I would it, clearly, if if it's a secret that's that bad, and you find out about it, right? That's. I'm I'm just trying to figure out what what else could a secret like? What, I don't know. I'm sure if people started responding, and I'm sure there would be crazy secrets. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I didn't think oh, of that. Yeah. Oh, that's wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, oh, okay. true, true. Huh. Yeah. Maybe we'll get some feedback. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us your crazy secrets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one. They will not compromise. Okay. That's a big one. Yeah. Because you need that in a partnership. Right. Right. Now, well, never mind. I was going to say, well, never mind. They will not compromise. So both you at some point have to compromise with one another. Okay. My head went to like, okay, but you have to make sure like what what are your things that you need to compromise on? Because sometimes you shouldn't compromise if something is that important to you and it's like a, a no, like a fuck no. I can't compromise here. This article was pretty much touching on people that are just stubborn and okay. they don't compromise with anything. Okay. And everything is one sided. Is it's their way or the highway? I see. Okay. Okay. There's, okay. That person is just taking, 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 and making it their way, and they're not giving anything else. Yes. Okay, then there, yes. There, there are hard That's things that birthday. you should not have to compromise on. You know, your morals, right. ethics, values, things like that. Right. But for let's let's say uh, you wanted a vacation somewhere that I didn't want a vacation. Mm-hmm. At some point, I need to compromise and go where you will want to vacation. Yeah. I can't just make you go everywhere I want to go. You want to go. Yeah, that's crazy. And you're, I'm not giving anything back to you. Yeah. That's pretty wild. Right. Because now you're just going for, along for the ride. Or the plans, like we talked about with the yellow flags, mm-hmm. making the plans. Right. You know. Right. This is a hard, this is a hard red flag. And I'm, I'm willing to bet you're probably going to acknowledge this one early on. Pretty early on. Yeah. yeah. yeah True. So, sooner than later. Last one. And this one, this one's a rough one. Okay. Right? <clears throat> Your friends and or family hates them. Ugh. Eesh. That's all the way bad. The shitty part is that this, it is a red flag only because Having to, I guess, choose essentially between yeah, your friends and your is. friends and our family mm-hmm. and the person you're with is a difficult situation to be in. Right. The shitty part is, is or the shittier part is, is that 
let's say this person is a good person mm -hmm. and they just don't like that individual for whatever their reason. own reasons. Yeah. Ugh, it's a bad place. Yeah. Because this red flag could be, it doesn't necessarily have to be exclusive to that person being a shitty individual. I agree. Or what if you don't like that person's friends or family? Yeah. I've been there. Yeah. Well, and I've been on the opposite end. So in my previous relationship, her family was very racist. Yeah, that's a problem. And no matter what I did, they didn't like me. No matter yeah. how polite I was, no matter how open I made my yeah. house. And it was a bigger issue than you. The bigger issue, right. It, yeah. it wasn't me personally. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, it did become me personally when she would share things that were that was going on in our relationship and because they already had this thing against well, me. Well, that's, that's also a, a huge no-no. Right, right, right. And that causes problems, right. obviously. And, and if, if they hate your partner... Because of how much you share, then that's, that's on you. On you. Yep. That's on you. That's not on, mm -hmm. on your partner. Right. Because that's just natural for people to do. And for anyone out there that hasn't learned this lesson yet, if you want Should, yeah. your friends and your family to like your partner. Continue to like your partner. <laughs> it is in your best interest. Keep your fucking mouth shut. <laughs> keep your mouth shut about your issues. Mm -hmm. Because what's going to happen is you're going to forgive and forget when it comes to your partner. Yeah, your loved ones. But your not. family isn't. Mm -hmm. Now, if you can maintain a healthy balance of, you know, maybe venting. Right. And telling about things that are going on wrong in your relationship. But then you also share the good things, the positive things. Yeah. And you're dealing with someone that has the ability to be objective and because understanding. I, but I think... It to your point, that's important because you you can have those friends or those family members who you know are that way. Right. So you know what you can tell that person right, right, and you right. know that they won't hold it against your partner. Right. But that's rare and most people can't do that. No. So unless you know that for sure, you have to be really careful. Right. What you tell certain people. Right. Because now they're beefing with your man or your woman. Yeah. And you guys and, are all cuddled boot up again. Good. And right. yeah, now there's now this person doesn't want them in their house anymore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes understandably, right? Because sometimes fucked up shit happens, but you can oh, move past it. Right, right, right. But your friends or your family won't necessarily see it that way. Not always. Because now they're, now they're thinking it's a red flag for them. Mm -hmm. And you're just being blind or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. But this article is, is specifically talking about friends and family that, that hate them for, I whatever guess, reason. whatever like, reason it could Not be. anything. Right. Okay, that the right. person is doing wrong necessarily. Right. Okay. Now, I mm -hmm. I don't think that if her my you know my previous relationship, I don't think that if her if her parents or her family if they didn't have an issue with me, I don't think that it would have still worked out because there were there were other things that were going on in, her, in a relationship that ended, that ended the relationship. But this certainly helped speed up that process. Right. And possibly made it worse. I don't know. This is all hypothetical. So I'm you know I don't. I'm not gonna sure it didn't help. It didn't it did not help at all. Because yeah. when we did have problems that could have been resolved mm -hmm. in house. In house. Mm -hmm. Or or even could have been resolved if maybe getting a second opinion or, you know, having a, a different set of eyeballs on it. Objective. It objective. Yeah. Objectively. It didn't help that no matter what was said to them, oh, you just need yeah. to da -da 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 -da. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Right. 
And then that fuels that fire. And then nothing is resolved because you're looked at as if, and I'm not saying you, but the other person is looked at as if they're 100% right. And you're always going to be the villain because they don't like you. Right. Right. And that's, but, but that's a normal human thing. It's what we do. For sure. And anyone says that, you know, they wouldn't do it. I mean, even if you just look at something as simple as politics, right? If it's, if it's a politician that you don't like for whatever reason, even if they say something that makes sense to you, yeah, you're gonna it's be something like, that you're that, gonna be on board fuck with. Them. Fuck them. Because yeah. you know, right? <laughs> so right. that could this could be 100 percent a red flag if they didn't, if they were able to be objective and they just didn't like this individual individual because right. they saw something in them that you're not seeing. Which happens sometimes too. Which happens sometimes. Yeah. Then I'm on board with that being a red flag. If they're like, hey, look. You're not noticing it, but we notice it, and this person is not good for you at all. But then even still, like, the right friends and family will just support that person because at the end of the day, you just got to be there for for your friends and family, and mm-hmm. they'll come to a realization or they won't. Mm-hmm. It's just part of it. Yeah. Well, but on the flip, if they if this person is a good person and they just don't like them because they just don't like them, that sucks. Yeah. It would make relationships are already hard and that that aspect adds on another dynamic to it that makes things way harder. Mhm. Cuz I've had that experience too. So. Yeah. It doesn't feel good. No. Yeah. No, 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 no. It it makes everything awkward. It makes everything awkward for both people. Right. Yeah. Because now that person feels like they have to choose mm-hmm. between the person they love and then the person that they love because they're family right. friends. Yeah. And then that, the person that's hated just doesn't want to be around. And so they right. feel like, fuck, I don't want to go to these events because right. it just feels awkward. I know everybody doesn't like me, but we got to sit here and pretend. Ugh. Ugh. It's nasty. <laughs> yeah. It's nasty. Yeesh. So it's probably just best to. If you can, if you're not already invested and have a fucking family with this person. <laughs> but then too before you end it you need to step back and go is this a common thing because some people just don't like people to be happy this is true and they might just be hating on you and if it's if it's a consistent thing especially if they don't have a reason to not like this person right but i'm glad it ain't me right. <laughs> i'm not putting that position that sucks that sucks so we're done with this but those are the eight red flags, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I think it's seven and a possible. Right, I agree. Right, because I don't think the the feelings thing, expressing the feelings thing, I don't no. think that, that I think that's more of a yellow flag. But mm-hmm. what do you people think? But but I I didn't forget about oh. talking about <laughs> Nathan. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> this has been Oh my god. Yet another episode of the Feelings First Facts wow. Later Podcast. We're getting out of here. The podcast where we saying shit, but we ain't saying shit. I go by the name Nathan Mitchell. And as always, I did this with the lovely Christina. Bye. Peace. Bye bye bye.